Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, with Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, guiding you uh, through the program here for the next couple of hours. Uh, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, listen, I do not do this program by myself, but you know that. This is a, uh, it's a team effort here. I do not do this without my fellow compatriots. So let me go around the room and introduce you to them. On my right, the right-hand man, standing 6'1", weighing 220 pounds, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. I wish I was down to 220 pounds. Hey, these are my lies. I'll tell them how I want to. <laughs> okay. I'll go with that. Because <laughs> if you're 220, I'm 225. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. All right, 226. Okay. Ulterior motive. Yeah, I see. Okay. All right. I'll just shut up and let you keep going. <laughs> Uh, on the left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, the maximum effort attorney, Kevin Maxwell. <laughs> attorney Kevin Maxwell. Attorney Kevin Maxwell. Hey. Like you said, he's out giving maximum effort he is, right he now. Yes, he is out. Uh, this, is, this is very rare. It's the third week in a row i think so yeah he's not here that's right because on the, on the third week we get to split up his pay that's, that's how it works yeah wait a minute yeah <laughs> he owns a company he pays himself a dollar well that's 50 cents for you and 50 cents for me all right okay let's, let's go get half a cup of coffee dibs on his gear oh yeah there we go what size them shoes kevin what size boots you got <laughs> not big enough for you no yeah. it's a i live in a in a world of small-footed people <laughs> I thought That's I had problems yeah. size 12s. Yeah. I walk around. I, I see Shaq, and I'm like, sup? Sup? We doing them shoes later. We doing them shoes later. <laughs> Those boats. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's, he, his shoes are ridiculous. What's he, a uh, size 23 or some nonsense yeah, like that? Like yeah, something like that. Yeah. They have to do his in the metric, you know, because they had to oh, come yeah. back around. So. Uh, all righty, all right. So Kevin's not here, but uh, we got plenty of show planned for you today. Uh, Major Bill will be with us later. You know, we have no idea who's going to be calling in uh, rest of the couple of segments it's independence day weekend 
we wanted to talk to you about uh, we're going to talk to you about some Independence Day. Obviously, we're going to talk to you about some some gun facts, some crazy gun stories and stuff. Um, you know what I've always found Earl to be my favorite Independence Day fact. What's that? Well, the the Declaration of Independence. Okay. Signed and dated uh, July fourth, seventeen seventy six. Correct. Is not actually accurate. <laughs> really? It's dated July fourth. 1776 mm-hmm. because when they started writing the what was it 10 or 11 copies of it uh, a couple of weeks beforehand uh, they figured it was going to take till about July 4th to be done well they were done on the second so they they post dated it yeah for two yeah they post dated <laughs> for two days they sat around and they said do, do we put it out yet and they're like well no we can't because it's not the right date well can we correct the date well no this is not the future we don't have white out you know, we don't have a right, we don't have right, a racer yeah. so they sat on it for like two days they were like I mean, we get the biggest story ever, but we can't release it because then we look like idiots <laughs> releasing it on the wrong day. Yeah, I just recently heard something about that supposedly the Declaration of Independence had actually been signed July 2nd, but it they went with July 4th. Yeah. yeah that, but, I, it, and I didn't hear any of the details of yeah, why. Yeah, it was, it was a combination of, you know, they wrote it a little bit early. Um, they didn't think they were going to get everybody to sign it there until the 4th. They showed up early. Yeah, no, since we're all here, <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and knock this out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we can get over to the Tun Tavern here in a few minutes if we want, you know, and oh, go party over yeah. there. You know? Yeah. We know what kind of uh, <laughs> kind of partying goes yeah. on there. And they, let's go they, over there. I they heard they got this new. Receipt. Yeah, exactly. They got this new organization over there, the Marine <laughs> something. They've been there about three months, four months. Let's go over there. And well, I guess so. November 10th, right? 1775. So it would have been about. Uh, so that's nine months old. It'd been about Marine Corps would have been about nine months old. They broke, Marine Corps was old enough to have a baby at that point, <laughs> <laughs> or be a baby. I know. Yeah, yeah. They had to have to leave the dates alone because those of us that watched the movie National Treasure, we we all know Iron Gall Inc. doesn't, you know, erase very well. Correct. Correct. Yes. That's what a good movie too. Oh yeah, I love how they tied in history. I mean, uh, sure. I, I mean, it's probably all what. 80, 90, 95% fiction, but it, they they presented it in a plausible way. The thing in that movie that was 100% fiction was Nicolas Cage's hair. Like I can tell you that oh, right yeah. now. Uh, yeah. That guy's got, uh, he got nothing going on up there. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's been. Oh, he looks like me, huh? Yeah, he's, well, he's, that guy's been bald since uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> nor, nor Valley Valley Girl. Oh, I, was, I had hair then. Yeah. I had hair back then. Well, that was another good movie, Valley Girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Tubular. <laughs> Keg me with a spoon. Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, Independence Day, um, the, the formal declaration to, to uh, His Highness, the, uh, the, the King of England and all of its properties and uh, however, you know, George goes about it, you know, whatever he wants to say. But, uh, yeah, it was, um, hey, how you doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. hey, yeah. go pound sand. Yeah, this, this little... Uh, Insurrect, insurrection thing that you thought we had going on over here? No, no, it's it's not it's not so much. Now, I guess King George probably wouldn't have gotten that. I'd have to look up the history date on that. It would have taken two or three months for him oh, to get yeah. it. Yeah, you know, for him to you know, it's not like it was they were running the Pony That's, Express across the Atlantic Ocean. He, you know? he may have gotten it in you know August September. Yeah, exactly. And, and folks, I know the Pony Express didn't come around until a hundred years later. I get that. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> joke on a joke <laughs> yeah, on a joke. Yeah. yeah. They could have got... Uh, that's, that's like 16 joke breaks. It is. It's, it's, it's a joke break within a joke break. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got... Uh, 
We got jokes, folks. We got jokes. We got jokes. Uh, we're gonna try. Anyway. We're not. We're not guaranteeing quality, just quantity. That's right. Two hours worth of quantity. <laughs> <laughs> we promise to give it to you. Um, listen, I think the story we're gonna get into. We get back is the uh, uh, the St. Louis because, of course, this happened after we went off the air last weekend. Uh, the uh, the the personal injury attorneys in St. Louis. Yes. That there are seen with the. With their firearms. I guess yes. they're calling them Karen and Ken. Uh, <laughs> I think so, yeah. And uh, we're going to get into that. A little bit about the... This we're trying to give you the tactics of it. Obviously, we know there's, some, there's some tactical issues there. There's some uh, there's some uh, legal issues. Oh, yeah. And now there's legal issues. The legal issues in uh, in Missouri are going to be different than wherever you are. So, you know what we'll tell you? Up front, you need to start with knowing your laws in your state. And if you're traveling from state to state, here's the big deal. Yeah. Know the laws from one state to another. Oh, yeah. And like Earl and I, we've been to many events together. And uh, I think our favorite is going to Georgia and Arizona, I think, are the two favorite. Because we found them to be the most uh, uh, in agreement with where we want to take guns. Yeah, I say if in most cases, they're even more lax than what we're used to. I, absolutely. Absolutely. Say what, what, we, we can bring this in here. I can cool. open carry in the bar. Nice. <laughs> uh, hey, listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll be back after the break. The Keltec Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak. So we're going to, all the segments will be late the entire hour. Yep, so everything's just one minute late. Do you right? love them? Yeah. Okay. Correct. Good. Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. So the closeout music at the end of the hour will come at 59.07 as opposed to 58.07. Okay. And Lincoln of Straight Bourbon. You can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. 
Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of... One minute. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, you have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. You also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. Here we go. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Uh, I should sing that one time just to come mobile. out of that. Cell Phone Pistol Studio. Yeah, mobile. Location Bravo. Mm-hmm. Location Bravo. Here we go. Um, listen, of course, this, this broke uh, after we were off the air last, last Saturday. So it, that, uh, That's the problem of only being on once a week. And it seems like uh, you know people look at the clock and they go, well, let's see, the guys are on 3 to 5. We're in central time, so we got to wait till 6.02. Then, yeah, then we exactly. can pull this nonsense out. Then exactly. We so we end up coming in a week late on uh, some of these items. Um, but, uh, you know, hey, you know, we, we, do, we do what we can do. We do what we can do here. So, folks, if you've been following along, you've probably seen the pictures, you've seen the memes. This is the uh, the gentleman who's wearing the pink polo shirt, the uh, the khaki pants. He's got his little uh, brown belt on, and no shoes, and no shoes, no shoes, <laughs> no shoes. Let's go there. Hey, the uh, I I kind of walk around barefoot quite frequently. Hey, it's when my I'm house. Home. Yeah, exactly. Well, listen, this guy's looking. They got the, some nice. This is that northern grass too. This is that oh, soft. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. It's not like the grass where we are in Florida. Where, listen, folks, if you've never been to Florida, Florida doesn't have. They got two kinds of grass. They got the really expensive grass that gets uh, six eight inches deep, uh, called St. Augustine grass. Uh-huh. And then everything else in Florida is just green crap cut to about three inches. <laughs> it, it's all different stuff. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just green crap, and they cut it, and, and from a distance, it looks like grass. And neither one of them, you really want to be walking around with no shoes on. But up north, you get that soft grass. It's like walking on a golf course you know, oh, yeah. the whole time. So they're out there with no shoes on doing that. Now, his wife, she looks, she's got like a, like a Soviet Spetsnaz uh, Special Forces T-shirt on, that, that kind of stripe <laughs> pattern, like a, like a Soviet Navy kind of thing you would see in the, the old movies. Um, and... Uh, He's carrying what looks like 
looks like, folks. I'm not not a hundred thousand percent sure here. Uh, he's got a full size uh, AR, you know, twenty inch barrel with a A4, you know, old old school uh, A A2 sights. A2, on. yeah, he's yeah got A2, A2 sights. Carry, you know, built in yeah. carry handle. Yeah, yeah. And full size rifle buttstock. Right. So this could be anything from an A2 to a A2 or an A4. Just yeah. you, neither one of us were close enough to say. I can't see if that carry handle comes on or off. I don't know what kind of sling to me, it is. To me, it looked like the the carry handle was was it fixed? Was built in? Okay, so so then an A two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and I stumbled across something to where they were trying to say online that it looked like it had a third hole. I did do some zooming. And, and, I didn't and, see it. And what they you know the post I saw was zoomed in, so grainy and horrible, mm-hmm. and they're circling this area above his hand. I'm like, dude, I can't even make out the pixels. Yeah. yeah there, there's you're you're and you think you're gonna make out a you know a, a little what eighth inch size third hole pin yeah no the difference in that third hole folks is uh well, there's two differences one is no third hole means single shot semi-automatic fifteen hundred dollars depending on uh, when it was bought uh you know colt uh on the high end at fifteen hundred correct correct if it's got the third hole uh, it's it's a it's a value of twenty five to thirty thousand at with, minimum with the proper paperwork. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. at minimum. Yes. Uh, now that we switch over to uh, to to Karen there, and she had, I think it might have been a Walter. I couldn't tell. Yeah, it might have been a, like to me. Might have been a Bursa. It was it was it was really hard to tell, but of the way she was holding it the oh, whole time. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and and let's just simply put it. Granted, yes, both of them need. Training, training, and some more training. Yeah, especially her. Yeah, yeah. And we'll just leave that at that. You know, I mean, if, if there was the two of them and we had them side by side, and we said we've got a whole bucket full of training here, <laughs> uh, we would like to offer it to you. I'd give her about ninety percent of that bucket. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. And oh, I'd yeah. give him about ten and tell him to bring some shoes. <laughs> you know, because yeah. listen, I've been somewhere where <laughs> it's no fun to get shot at when you're not wearing shoes. You know. It's, it's quite hot. It's quite hot and jagged, and you never know. You never know what yep. you're going to run into. Oh, so. yeah. Always. And real sandals, not them slides, not them jail, what they call them, the jail slides. Jailhouse slides. Jailhouse slides, not uh, flip-flops. Oh, yeah. Uh, you need real I, sandals if you're going to do it. I remember Kevin berating me one time of, you know, I showed up somewhere in flip-flops, and he said something about, you know, if it pops off right now, <laughs> I know I can outrun you. <laughs> And every time, even, even when, you know, hard day at work, I come home, I'm walking around. I'm not planning on even going out into my yard. I'm mm-hmm. walking around my house. Mm-hmm. You know, I put on the flip-flops, and I hear Kevin's voice in the back of my head. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, as long as it's just his voice and he's not actually following oh, you around yeah, at no, night. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Huh? That's kind of creepy. Uh-huh, yeah, That's kind of creepy. No, no I, I don't have to worry about that. My wife would kick his butt. No. So the situation, as we understand it, of what happened in St. Louis, yes, uh, was there was a uh, there was a march, mm-hmm. there was a, and that's what it started out as. I guess is like all the other ones. It may have started out as a peaceful Correct. protest, but as you're going to get into the 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 facts that as I slash we know them, it was not a peaceful protest. No, no, everything along their path, they uh, they tended to destroy. Now this is a fully gated private street private neighborhood kind of thing completely private property yes uh the the roadway inside everything is maintained by the homeowners whether they got their own homeowners association or they just you know pay it or however it works out it's their road yeah you cross this line 
It's private yeah, property. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, do they pay for public, uh, y- you know, utilities like police and fire? Sure, they do. They're all homeowners do. Yeah. But the police and fire want to come in. They got to come through the gate. Got to get met by the, the security guard, mm-hmm. uh, and he's going to let them in. Uh, well, I, I guess these people that were walking decided they wanted to be in there, and there's a very nice. It looks like a, a wrought iron. You know, pa- pedestrian entryway. Yes, I would say personnel size yep. gate. Yep. Uh, that uh, these uh, again, I have no video of it happening, but everything that you can see, you know, two and two equals four here. Uh, they tore that gate down. They tore one half of that gate down and were able to come inside the private gate. Oh yeah. Uh, and, I, and and it's about that time where uh, let me give you their names here. Their 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 actual names are Mark and Patricia McCluskey. Uh, they're out of St. Louis. 63-year-old Mark, 61-old uh, Patricia, they uh, uh, they saw these people coming in the fence. Now, uh, the protesters looked like they were heading towards the mayor's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they were they were trying to, they were looking for the mayor's house. Right, right. That was, you know, adds insult to injury. The mayor would, doesn't even live in that neighborhood. Right, right. They had, yeah. they had the wrong street. Yeah, somebody, somebody had uh, they'd entered into Google map, but they were holding it upside down. And, you know, and, and I, you know. I know from firsthand experience, Google can and will mislead oh. you every now and then, especially when it comes to private roads. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. You know, you expect to go through it. Turn right here, but there's a gate. Turn Recalculating. Right yeah. Recalculating. <laughs> so, the uh, these these people are have now become these protesters have now become trespassers. Yes. All right, got them trespassing now. Uh, I guess they're walking up the street, and according to what the McCluskeys are saying. They saw armed people. Okay. People who were armed. Now, Missouri is an open carry state. Okay. So whether or not those arms were being carried lawfully uh, or illegally, not clear. But remember, it's an open carry state. Right. So they're open carry on their property. Now, I don't know if St. Louis has any law because some cities can have further further ordinances that say we may be an open carry state. Because think about it this way. New York is an open carry state. Try try open carrying in New York City. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Try doing anything with a gun in New York City. Yeah. Just because you see them having a pistol on their hip and a holster, right, uh, or a rifle slung, you know, is not immediately signs of illegal wrongdoing. Right. Uh, he said there were people that were wearing body armor. One person pulled out a loaded pistol magazine, clipped them together, and said, "You're next." Uh, well, they. The McCluskey said, well, guess what we got? Yeah. We got some of that gun stuff, too. And they came outside and stood on the front yard or the front, you know, the what the, the concrete, the porch, whatever it happens to be. They were on the curtilage of their property. They're clearly on yeah. their property, standing next to their house. They didn't go down, leave the yard, go confront anybody. No. To me, it was, hey, just want to let you know, you come up here, you're going to get some of this. Right, right. It's, that's 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 what that's what I saw because I, I didn't see it in this particular article, but I had heard that voices from the crowd threatened to shoot them, burn their house down and kill their dog. You know, I hear somebody yelling that at me. Yeah, that's that's enough to produce what I have that. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Um, so that's what they did. They went and got themselves, uh, got their firearms, stood on the front porch, and uh, you know they, they let they let the, they let the traffic go by. 
And when we get back from the break, we'll talk to you a little bit more about the tactics that they chose and what uh, what we'd recommend, you yeah. know, what we would do. So stick around. Uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio. We'll be back after the break. Me? I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. <laughs> right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few. I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today... I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact KidsPeace at 1-866-4-KIDSPEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy. One minute. Earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For 
tactical excellence. Check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, location Bravo. Uh, Earl and I here are joining you again. Uh, Kevin is uh, is on assignment. He's got that, uh, got hey, that he's JD. He's working. Yeah. Hey, I, on assignment. It makes it sound like he's on a mission. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's on a does sound kind of cooler than, eh, he's working. He's working. He get called in. He get called in. Hey, you know what it is. And it's, it's listen, he does all kinds of law. and uh, But usually that weekend cases, that's that. Uh, it's that uh, baby mama drama, as he likes to call yeah, it. Yeah, probably. It, it comes down to. So, uh, but again, the best for him, the best for uh, for all of his uh, clients. And uh, Max Law Orlando, maxlaworlando.com if you need it. Uh, and that's anywhere. Listen, if you, don't, if you don't have an attorney, if you're stuck right now and you get, uh, you get popped and you're in, uh, you know, Leavenworth, uh, Washington, uh, you've had one too many, uh, you know, uh, German beers in the German town there. Uh, and you can't think of anything after the police get you, go to maxlaworlando.com, and, and he'll, he'll get you a recommendation. Yeah. He'll find you a local yeah, lawyer. Say if, if he can't take care of it personally, yeah. he will find somebody that can. He can do it. He can do it. Uh, all right, so we're talking about the uh, the McCluskeys there out of St. Louis. Uh, Mark and Patricia, commonly now known as uh, Ken and Karen. They're the ones. Uh, so bad guys have now broken laws. Yes. Um, again, I do not have statutes in front of me for St. Louis uh, or for ordinances for St. Louis or for the state of Missouri. Do not know if St. Louis, you can open carry uh, in your, you know, as, as you're marching and uh, in committing crimes and breaking down gates and doing all of that. One thing I'm fairly certain of is that uh, Missouri does have castle doctrine uh, and you can use a firearm to defend your home. Mark and Patricia there were outside their home. Letting other people know. And now here's where we come back to what we want to talk to you about with tactics. Uh, to me, it kind of harks back to the open carry versus concealed carry debate. And we've heard this many times. Uh, well, concealed carry has the tactical advantage because the bad guy can't go over him and just put a bullet in my head. Okay. First off, n- never happens. It's just, you know, yeah. look, look up the stats. It just, it just never happens. You know, your, your irrational fears of something you saw on a TV show or a movie doesn't mean it's it doesn't mean it's real um open carry is is very safe open carry uh open carry says i'm not your target don't make me your target right yeah i I understand that fear of yeah then the bad guy knows who to go after first yes but what 99.9 percent of the gun carrying public fails to realize or or easily forgets Bad guys are lazy. They want soft, easy targets. Yeah. The, uh, so yeah. you know the the. the let me pre- present a uh, scenario here that bad guy co- rolls up to the convenience store, and you know it's at nighttime. He can see into the store very well, and can see all the patrons. Everybody's lined up waiting to pay the cashier. He can see the four guys in line. None of them. Are armed. Right. Okay, this is going to be an easy target. Yep. When three of the four actually are concealed carry holders. Correct. You know, are, are armed right now. So, But he's still going to try it because he doesn't know. Correct. Same scenario, rolls up at night, looks into the window before he dons a ski mask and, 
and breaks in, sees one guy with a 45 strapped to his hip. Yeah, I got to worry about him. Because I got to worry about him, let me go down the street and try the other store, see what's in there. Yeah, that's it. And everybody goes about their night not even realizing that Haas over in the corner, you know, getting his six-pack with with the 45 strapped to his hip saved them for a very nightmarish situation. Exactly right. It's a deterrent. Yeah. It's a deterrent. It... it, uh, it lets other people's know, and I think that's kind of what happened here. Now, I'm not talking about the legality of open carry in their yard. It's their yard. Uh, it's their castle. You can go in your, your front yard with your firearm as long as you're not uh, um, threatening people in a manner such as, I am going to shoot you right now. You're allowed to carry your firearm. I carry a firearm when I cut the grass all the time because where you and I live, we get lots of creepy crawlies that like to come through the grass. Some of them are the very good kind of creepy crawlies that uh, they eat uh, small rodents and bugs, and some of them are the kind that say, uh, hey, I think I'd like to see you doing the uh, the funky chicken over here when I put my fangs in you. Yeah. So no. So I yeah. I, so I carry firearms for that. Uh, you know, while I'm cutting the grass, perfectly legal. But I'm not walking down the street going, uh, I could shoot that car. I could shoot that car. I could shoot that car. You know. Uh, just just so you know, folks, Mike is a little vague in his his uh, analogies. He's talking about wild animals. Yeah, well, no, I was four, snakes specifically. Four-legged yeah. wild yeah. animals, yeah. not two. Yeah, I was uh, snakes and uh, and listen, we'll get them all the time. We'll get to uh, you get a really hungry possum out here. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and they come. The folks, if you're not, uh, you know, listen, have you been on the TikTok and seen cute little possum dance videos or whatever the heck Kevin watches? Um, <laughs> a possum, a possum. You get between a possum and its food. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's like that's like I prehistoric. Mean, it's coming at you. You know, it's like it's like a possum dinosaur or something. What the hell was that? Yeah, that's one of the perks of living out in the sticks, Mike. Well, you live in the sticks, too. <laughs> not a, not, my sticks aren't as thick as yours all are. All right, all right. They used to be. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, but I bet you carried a gun when you did it. Still do. Yeah. So, again, we're not talking about open carry in the yard. That's not the legality we're talking about. I'm just saying it's that mindset oh, yeah. of do I show the firearm to make the bad guy go away? I like the idea of open carry because it says go away. You're never going to find the stories of open carrier gets gets you know assassinated. No, that's not how it works. It's not the movies. Move along. Nothing to see here. It's more like Earl said. The bad guy sees it, and it's called a defensive gun use. When a concealed carrier does it, it's called a defensive gun use. They pull the gun. The bad guy runs away. Uh, well, this is defensive gun use for open carry. Right. Except just just them seeing it. Is enough to go away, whether it happened to be concealed or it happened to be open. These people are standing in their front yard. They're not pointing their firearms at anybody. The guy, listen, he's holding the gun at low ready. He's got his finger off the trigger. Yeah. Okay. We we, we, we will concede. Mm -hmm. Yes, she's got to work on it. She had her finger on the trigger the entire time. And the pistol then became her pointer finger. Correct. She was just waving it around like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But Uh, she wasn't doing the. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna gack your butt. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna want to put, yeah. I'm gonna put a round in your butt. You know, yeah, she was, you know, and, again, and also again, too, I got a bucket yeah. of training. She's getting ninety percent of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that that's that's a whole different argument. Yeah, we're we're talking about the their, their legality of the intent they had of defending their home. Yes, they executed that intent very poorly and very sloppily, yeah. but. They did it successfully. Yeah. 
Yeah. The, the crowd moved on. Yeah, to me this was, again, some dangers approaching my house. I've got a Rottweiler. You know what? Put Rocco on the front porch. Yeah. They, they come inside. They're going to they're gonna get to meet Rocco. But you know what? Maybe we, maybe we don't let them break the door down to find Rocco. Go put Rocco out front. Yeah. That's what this is. This is the visual deterrent. This is come get some. Yeah. You know, you know what we got. Come, come get some. And you, want it bad? you want it that bad? It's right here. Come get some. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's something that I, I myself, I'm saving, you know, the memes, the video segments and everything to where any time for the next, oh, 100 years, yeah. somebody ever comes up and says, well, what do you need 30-round magazines for? You, you got an hour? Hold yeah. on a second. Yeah. Let, me, let me show yeah. you something. Yep, yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. So, yeah, obviously, folks, again, they need training. But I'll tell you what, I would rather have somebody in the Second Amendment community. Listen, they might not even be in the Second Amendment community. These, these are prominent uh, um, uh, um, slip and fall injury, yeah, per, personal injury per, attorneys. Personal injury attorneys. In, 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 that, su- in that county. Supposedly, um, they are pro-BLM. Yeah. Pro. Yeah, they're, all, they're also the, pro the, not breaking into my house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they're... they're from from I mean, granted, I didn't delve into it, but just what I stumbled across, they're the stereotypical liberal lawyers, right? But they don't want you in their house, yeah. And yeah. they have every right to that. Yeah, here's my house, and outside, all that stuff there, that's yours. Exactly. You, you keep your stuff over there. I keep my stuff over here. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what's going on. Um, so we'll talk about this a little bit more. We get uh, when we get back from the break. We should have Mr. Craig Deleuze from uh, Firearms Policy Coalition from. Uh, uh, you know, 2anews.org from uh, spokesman for Florida Carry. He does a lot of stuff. He does it all. He does a lot of stuff. Craig, so we should Craig have, wears a lot of hats. We should have Craig with us. We get back. We'll talk this about the, a little bit with him. Unless he wants to go somewhere else. We'll leave it up to him. See you after the break. The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight like, pistol. Not with it. Okay, Craig's on the line. Awesome. 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. He dropped off. What? Keltec. See more at Right. My first in- inclination is not draw down. Me? I started smoking when I... The Keltec PMR. Hey, everyone. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol for yeah. next level training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major... He's back. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer for Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. 
Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio Center. Here we go. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SnagMag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, location Bravo. We've been spending the majority of the hour, and obviously the first segment, you know, we were talking to you about, hey, how's it going, What's how you, how you been? Uh, but we've been talking to you about uh, the McCluskeys there, Mark and Patricia, or as the world is taking to call them, uh, Ken and Karen, uh, the attorneys, private, uh, private uh, practice attorneys there, personal defense injury attorneys in, uh, in St. Louis, uh, talking to you about their tactics and everything that they did. Well, and again, not the carry tactics, but right. the but the when to present the firearm kind of tactics thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, their their actual tactics of the execution they had were horrible. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. Exactly. We, we right. could spend four shows talking about. We that. could and challenge accepted. No, <sighs> um, we probably will end up covering them because right now we we don't know whether or not they're going to be charged you know that's yeah. that's one of the problems the, uh, say the article we're we're referencing a lot of our information on is the local district attorney is investigating whether or not charges should be brought against them it's ridiculous um so much so much can be talked about it but uh, let's bring in our guest uh, please welcome back to the program mr craig deluse from firearms policy coalition from 2a news dot uh, dot us from uh uh, spokesman for Florida Carry, just Craig. What what else? Are you got like eight, nine other things you're doing now. What what what's going on? How how are things with you, sir? Oh, I'm the chief cook and bottle washer. I'm um, <laughs> babysitter. Uh, I'm the lawn guy. Uh, <laughs> Outstanding. It's all good as long as the pay is well. My wife you know? tells me to do. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> um, Craig, Craig, we, we, me, Craig, what do you do? I said whatever I can get paid to do. Exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> Uh, Craig, without uh, we, we're not really discussing the, uh, the the tactics of the individuals there in St. Louis. We um, listen. It's clear that the, the two of them could use a whole bucket full of training, as we've said. But but the coming outside right. uh, that we've talked about, there's been the opinion where they should have stayed inside. Uh, I listen. I'm I'm of the opinion, and it's almost like an open carry kind of mindset. Uh, I'm coming out. I'm letting you know what I got because I don't want you coming through my door to find out I got one. It's like putting the big dog on the porch rather than waiting for them to come bang on the door and hear the dog bark. Uh, and that, that's my feeling about this. I'm, curi- I'm curious what your take is on this. Well, I, I would agree with you, except I believe in that respect, the tactics do matter, because when you have a person who's basically waving a gun, and, and quite frankly, 
sweeping people with the muzzle of the firearm, yeah. it, it, you know, it, some people will read that as speaking to intent. Now, you and I know that just people who don't know how to handle guns do that. Correct, correct, yeah. Right? We know there may have been absolutely no intent to actually shoot someone who was not on their property. But that doesn't mean that people will not interpret it that way. Very um, true, very true. I, I do believe that, yeah, no, you know what? Just for the, for the very same reason that you have, uh, that, you, when, that, that oftentimes you'll see they'll have uh, armed guards standing outside, you know, waiting because they want people to see, yes, they're not only someone who is guarding this property, this property is, but that they are armed. Very so true. So it sends a message, and there's nothing wrong with sending that message. But when you do it inappropriately, intent can then be added to it. And I think that's where uh, it's going to become a little sticky for them. And I think you're right. You make a good point. You know, you, know, you and I and, and those of us in the community, those of us that train, uh, you know, we know that we, cl- we clearly look at her and shake our head and think, oh, boy, oh, she's, not, oh, she's not with me. Right. She's not with me. Uh, and, and, in fact, I think one point, in the vi- one point in the video, you can actually see the husband look over at her and go, yeah, she's not with me. She's not, she's not with yeah, me. Uh, um, exactly. But, yeah, and I think the, 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 the district attorney there, and, again, let's just complicate matters even more. You're talking about rich white attorneys in a private neighborhood, Black Lives Matter movement, crashes the, great, the gate down, and the, the state attorney's a black woman. I mean, you just, you know, you, you couldn't ask for, for, for a more uh, uh, inhospitable environment, you know, for this decision to be made in. I, I, all I can tell you is, is that had that been my home, me and multiple members of my family probably would have been sitting there on the porch, standing there on the porch, armed. And in case you know, I'm not a rich white lawyer. No, 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 no. Hey, it's this radio. Yeah, exactly. It's this radio. <laughs> so, that, just so the audience knows. Yep. Yep. Here's a. Or Craig is a is uh, a is a is a standard financial equipped Facebook lawyer. So just. <laughs> We're like the rest of us. I am not. I am not white. I am not rich. I am not a lawyer. I fail all three. Hard stuff there. It's you know. I I do not. We can all have dreams, right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Someday I want to move out of my basement. That's what I want to do. Um, We, uh, you know, this is this is a tough one. This is this is this is what's what's going on, Uh, and it's um, it's I don't know. It's 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 a rash. Let me let me ask you this. I want to jump uh, because I know you and I have had this conversation, and we only got about three four minutes left. Um, I've left the NFL. I've left the NFL years four or five years ago, well, the first time this nonsense started. Uh, now it's now that it's come back again. Now that the NFL is is talking about doing, and, and I apologize, folks. I've never heard of the Black National Anthem before. Uh, I hear that they're going to. Uh, they're talking about embracing this. They're trying to get Colin Kaepernick a, a spot. Um, I think the uh, the NFL is doing what NASCAR did last week, and they're they're Jeffrey Epsteining themselves. Is what's going on here? You know, they're 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 doing the suicide. Uh, uh, Craig, your your opinion, and how does this affect you as a? Because you're a true NFL fan, and and you look at it for the sport, but it's kind of an infringing upon politics is infringing on the sport again. What's that do to you as a fan? Well, put it to you this way. If I tune in and that's what's going on when the cameras are on and they're tuning in, I'm going to tune out. And that's always been kind of my thing. It's not, you know, I think no matter what the political stance is, I I watch sports because I deal with politics all day, every day. Right. And so the last thing I want when I tune in to something that I'm trying to use to tune out is for 
is for there to be politics in it. And the problem is that not only is it politics, but it's only politics on one side. In other words, if anyone dares say anything on the other side, yeah. well, they'll be sanctioned, they'll be kicked out, they'll be excommunicated. And, and that's what, what bothers me about the whole thing, right. is that I don't see them doing anything to promote law enforcement, Blue Lives Matter, uh, you know, anything out there to say, look, you need to protect uh, those who are out there serving us and putting their lives on the line every day. And, you know, that's not to say that all cops are perfect uh, or that some don't need to be, don't, don't need to be, uh, uh, some issues don't need to be addressed in that arena. But at, at some point you have to say, look, does everybody get the right to free speech or not? Um, I've already tuned out of the NBA because my local basketball team, the Sacramento Kings, have decided that uh, they fired an announcer for tweeting that all lives matter. So I'm, I'm tuned out of now NBA. NBA and next is going to be Major League. The problem now is it's hard to watch sports at all now without people deciding to get all up in the middle of it. So I don't know. It, it, it hurts because sports has been a big part of my escapism. And I don't know what I'm going to do in its place. Yeah, you know, me, me too. And, and listen, I, and I don't recall the announcer from the Kings' uh, name at the moment, but I know he was a, he was a longtime NBA player as well. So it wasn't like this was just some you know news guy that didn't know what he was talking about. And in fact, I think some of the other players on the Kings said, "Yeah, he didn't know. He don't know. He don't know what's going on. He don't like like they just." Well, no, yeah, the guys are talking about Grant Napier has been an announcer for the you. Kings yeah. almost since they moved to Sacramento. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just the whole thing just bugs me. It's just it's like we want to have a discussion, but only one side gets to talk. That's not a discussion. That's not a conversation. I, I agree. I agree exactly. And listen, I left NFL when this first started a couple of years ago. And I got to tell you this. It was, I'm a Jets fan, so it's not like it was hard. I hadn't won anything in a long, long time anyway. Um, <laughs> but if you, you know, baseball this season is a bastardization of what a real baseball should look like because of the shortened season. Um, uh, you know, but. Yeah, but baseball is not a sport. It's a game. It's a game. It's exactly right. It's a game. It's exactly right. Um, And it's well, it's like it's like John or or John Cruck used to say. He goes, "I'm I'm not an athlete. I play baseball." Uh, He would he would say all the time. Uh, um, um, But uh, you know, if baseball were to do this, if there were starting to be the kneeling and the disrespect in there, that would be tough. That would be very difficult for me because that's my sport. So I I don't I don't know I don't know. Um, Craig, thanks for joining us on on short notice like this. Um, uh, How could people follow what you're doing? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Craig Belews. You can also follow me at uh, s2anews.us, and you can also find me at firearmspolicy.org. Craig, thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure. Folks, until next hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on swivel. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? 
Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Location Bravo. Yep. This is a good location. Oh, yeah. It's not quite done yet. No. It's on the way. I mean, the audio part's done. The electronics are done, but the accoutrement, as Kevin would say, the accoutrement <laughs> is, not, uh, is not quite done. We still, got, we still got some decorating to do in here. Although the, uh, the defensive positions are in, so we're good there. With yeah, the, that's, know, that's the important thing. Yeah, we could take, we could take, we could take a, uh, a small tech nuke strike. Right here. I don't think we'd be okay. Uh, well, now, who the first one is to want to eat the other one, though, I'm not sure. In the survival situation. You know, I don't know how that works there. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just, uh, you know, it's survival. You know, survival instincts, you know. Kevin can tell you, actually, on a person where the best part, you know, the filet part is and all that stuff. I've, I've never gotten that far into it. But, Ew. Well, you know, listen, he had the opportunity to be here and defend himself, but he chose not to be. So <laughs> we'll just say that uh, Kevin uh, knows what part of a person to eat. So we'll, we'll just go with that. Uh, hey, on my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. Uh, always, uh, always a pleasure, sir. Always a pleasure, as, as, uh, as usual. Uh, hey, on our left would normally be the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort, attorney Kevin Maxwell. But he's he's currently out on assignment, looking to make uh, you know cannibalistic rituals of the the opposition. You know, he's going to eat them alive. Basically, he's <laughs> gonna, you do not want to be on the opposite table. I have sat in court with Kevin, and when he has told me, because listen, a lot a lot of court. By the way, if you're, if you're never not familiar with courts and attorneys, and a lot of court is, uh, you know, we're gonna go, but we don't actually go. We threaten to go, so we can get what we want. So you get an actual date and time that somebody's going to be in court 
it's a rarity. You know, Kevin probably prepares to court, you know, you know, ten times a week and actually goes once because it's part of the practice of, well, we're ready to go to court. We walk into court and then the other side goes, uh, okay, we'll give you what you want. We didn't think you were really ready. You know, it's it's that kind of nonsense. So, I've been with them to a couple of actual go to court things, go to go to go to court items, and uh, oh, man, <laughs> listen. I've seen the judge feel sorry for the opposition. <laughs> you know, you know, like, listen, Mr. Maxwell, you know, you, you've killed him and, you know, you, you, but you can't eat him. You, you just want to, it's one or the other. So you can't, you can't do both. You can't do both. Your Honor, so, where I'm from, we kill what we exactly. or we eat what we kill. And that's, uh, that's what's going on there a lot with him. So uh, it's, 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 it's a sight to see when uh, Kevin gets in his groove, you know. Uh, it's, it, it really is. So. Uh, you know, he, he is gone. He is out. He's out on assignment. So we are going to uh, get you caught up on some other items in the world. Uh, Earl, did you see the the background check totals for last month for June? I don't remember, actually, <laughs> but I know they are world record setting. Every month we see went up this much, went up that month compared to last year, compared to the last 10 years. It's gone absolutely ridiculous. Last month was, I mean, it was it was stop the presses kind of thing. It was, huh? Hold a phone. They make that many firearms? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The FBI just released its monthly report of the number of national instant check system background checks performed in the month of June. And it set another, not record for the month of June, not record for any month in the last couple of years. Or, you know, record for, like you said, yeah, for 2020. Yeah. All-time record ever. Ever. <laughs> uh, the Bureau performed uh, just shy of 4 million background checks last month. 4 million background checks. That's 5% over the previous record set in March of this year, when the first <laughs> wave of... COVID nonsense started, you know. Um, we just set a record and we broke it. That's it. Exactly right. Exactly right. It reminds me of the 1998 baseball home run derby when <laughs> when Sammy Sosa went out and hit 66 and thought, man, that's awesome. And then the next day, Mark McGuire just took it to 70. So that was you know, just like it was an event that had stood for uh, since 1961. So it stood for 37 years, and then Sosa broke it, and it lasted about eight hours. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's one of those deals. Hey, steroids are, do that to you. Oh, uh, listen, uh, <laughs> those two, uh, I honestly tell you, those two, um, I, I, I don't believe they were, on, they were on that kind of steroid program. Now, when Barry Bonds came back two years later, okay. oh, boy, yeah, that was just, yeah, that dude's head grew. Okay, it's just you know, that that kind of nonsense. So, um, the other two were doing like the the supplements and the stuff, and uh, just yeah, we don't have to get off into baseball. We don't have to worry about it. But but yeah, but well, there was well, there was definitely some there was definitely some. Uh, Who are you? What have you done with Mike? You know, I not, actually not wanting to get off onto baseball. Uh, you know what? I had my baseball filled this week. Oh, okay. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, if in fact, if you'll go to uh, on Tuesdays, <laughs> Here, here's the shameless plug. <laughs> on Tuesdays, I'm now doing about an hour long baseball program with a good friend and host of uh, armed american radio we uh, mark walters we do uh, we do baseball analysis we are weekly now 
So weekly baseball analysis on Tuesdays. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's get that out of your system. That yeah. way, I don't have to deal with. Oh it. man, it's 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 one of those things like. I get to eat pie and ice cream all day. <laughs> My dreams have come true. <laughs> so, uh, but let's jump back off of there. Uh, the regular monthly caveat that this number does not represent the number of guns sold. Many background checks are performed for other reasons, such as permit renewals, blah, 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 blah. That's all crap. Here's what you need to know. Just under 4 million background checks were done. Earl, 10 years. 10 years as a, as a pro in the business, as a manager in the business, uh, and people would come in and fill out a background check. Of, of 10 people that came in, how many bought just one gun? 10 people just bought one gun. I would say... Four, receiver or Four rifle. of them. Yeah. Four of them would just buy one. And, you know, six of those 10 were buying multiples. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say five. You say six. So we're right there, uh, you know, we're in agreement. So when, you, when we hear four million background checks done, it's probably closer to six million, seven million guns sold. Uh, and, and again, a lot of those are first timers. So uh, th- these are all on the book kind of gun purchases. It's not... We don't have to worry about private transactions with the first-time gun owners. Oh, yeah. And because of what's going on right now, I would bet that 75% of these purchases are going to be multiples. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a lot more than 4 million guns. That's more like 8 million, you know, yeah. 7 or 8. So, hey, you listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Location, Bravo. We'll see you after the break. GMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, 
and Lincoln Straight Bourbon. You can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. One minute. Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Hope Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, location Bravo. Uh, happy uh, Independence Day weekend. Uh, you know, the little line I like to pull on my daughter or any other of the, of the youngsters this week is, uh, do you think they celebrate, uh, or do you think they have a July 4th in England? <laughs> no. Y- yes, they do. No, they lost. You think they just skip right over it? They just go July 3rd <laughs> to July 5th? So, yeah. so I usually give up that one there. Uh, y- you know, Earl, I've been looking at a couple stories. You've been looking at a couple stories. Which one do you want to do? They, they call it Happy Treason Day in, in England. So it is Happy Treason Day. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um I've been looking at a couple stories. You're looking at a couple stories. What do you see? You see anything good you want to do? No, nah, not really. All right. Let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna rag on the state of New York for a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, feel like shooting fish in a barrel, huh? Oh boy. Oh boy. Listen. Uh, what's so? It's the mayor up there, uh, De Blasio, Wilhelm yeah. uh, De Blasio. Uh, first off, they've decided that um, uh, the bandwagon requires that he take one billion dollars away from the NYPD. Billion. Billion dollars. Billion. Billion. Billion, billion. So they're gonna, they're just gonna not do crime anymore. I yeah, guess, yeah, exactly. Know? Something I, I just, you know, it, it is something I pulled from the internet, folks. And we right. all know how, how that can be. And I am relaying this merely for its funny value. You know, if somebody starts talking to you about defund the police. Yeah, punch them in the nose. See who they call. Oh, 
I like it. <laughs> I like it. That's a good one. That's a good one right there. Make sure you, when you do that, you've got MaxLawOrlando.com yes. in your phone. So, uh, Broome County, New York. And you know what? I cannot, for the life of me, place Broome County. I believe Broome County is up around... Uh, Binghamton. Uh, Brown Binghamton. Uh, you know, the uh, the Albany-Binghamton area, somewhere. It's just north of the city, north of Westchester. I'll have to double check up there. So, Broome County. And we'll, get, we'll get some confirmation for you from uh, our crack staff here in a few minutes. Uh, Broome County, New York. A New York woman was found with more than $2,000 worth of illegal fireworks after being pulled over during a traffic stop on Friday, police said. Uh, Holly Cornell, 35, was charged with unlawfully dealing with fireworks and dangerous fireworks. Uh, She's, you know, according to report. Now, here's what you get. Here's what really the old icing on the cake, so to speak. Okay. Uh, The New York State Police, they found these drugs, drugs, excuse me, I say drugs because this story's got, it's written in such a way where like it was really something that was detrimental to the community. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's, um, and, and it says, um, New York State Police, this is what they put out on their old Twitter feed, their old press release there. Roses are red, violets are blue. If you bring illegal fireworks into New York, we will arrest you. <laughs> yeah, right? Right, and they said it was a normal traffic they're, stop. They're funny, but their dog—they they had the canine with them, and it was a bomb dog. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so so the dog smelt the fireworks. So I guess it's a fireworks trained dog. And uh, you think oh. he knows the difference between uh, Daisy Doos and Daisy Dotes and st- Whistlers and, uh, <laughs> and, and well, black black snakes? And he, he probably just alerted on gunpowder. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. Although it's. It's Chinese gunpowder, so I hope the dog's doing all right. Don't like <laughs> it. Yeah, don't like it. Uh, so they uh, they did they made a big deal up. I mean, they got a picture of the officer and the canine in front of the fireworks, like like he literally taken over you know a hundred kilos of cocaine you know coming in on a container ship full of uh, you know sex slaves. You know, it's, yeah, it's it a, looks like some cool stuff. I'd like to have in my house. Oh well, you can, Earl, because where you live, it's legal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't live in New York. <laughs> uh, in fact, Florida signed, our governor signed uh, two, three months back. Uh, listen, there's always been a weird rule in Florida. Uh, <laughs> agriculture. Yeah, yeah, it was for agricultural purposes. If you went to, you know, Fireworks World or World of Fireworks, whatever the place happens to be, and you said, uh, hey, listen, I, I want to get some uh, some whiz bangs and some sky streakers and some, uh, some you know, some... Uh, Nut crunchers or whatever the heck they happen to be. It's like, sure, not a problem. Sign this S- waiver. Sign this waiver. Sign this waiver. What's the waiver say? Oh, it says you're buying these to disperse birds from your agricultural property. You know, you're, you want to use fireworks to scare birds away from your crops so yeah. they won't eat them. Oh. Oh. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, yeah. nudge. Right. Okay. Yeah. And meanwhile, there's a fireworks stand on every corner right now. It's not like in South Carolina where you got to go, what is it, uh, south of the border. you got to go across the border, and there's a giant place because no fireworks are allowed. I remember whatsoever. stopping there as a kid. I do, too. I do, too. Until we came up with the agricultural purposes. Yeah. Uh, actually, those places are still cheaper than you can get them oh, yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, and as it gets closer to the holiday, you know, the prices go up, and they all have the two-for-one special. Get your two-for. 
Yeah. Uh, How about you just, you know, sell it 50% off (laughs) like normal. Right. Instead of jacking Jacking prices. Yep. Yep. I prefer to buy all my fireworks in October. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I go out January 2nd. Yay. You want to sell that or you want to pack it up? Oh, good plan. Good plan. And then go right in front of them and light it. Well, no, I hang on. You know, January 2nd or July 5th. Yeah. You know, those are the prime fireworks shopping days. Well, in my neighborhood, it's probably what they're doing because in my neighborhood, they shoot all the fireworks off two and three days afterwards. (laughs) Around my house, I I sit out front and, you know, I can see a few different fireworks here and there. Then I play the game of, you know, fireworks or gunfire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. So Florida's had the law passed uh, a couple months back where you don't have to do that anymore. The, yeah, no waiver required. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I guess you still sign the waiver when you buy it because the seller doesn't know when you're going to actually shoot it off. But for the holidays themselves, um, when, and the governor said it's uh, Independence Day, July 4th, uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, Fireworks are legal to shoot without the waiver. So it's not the purchase of them. Uh, it's the, the you can shoot without the waiver in oh, hand. Okay. So if the police come out and go, can you show us where your crops and birds are? On the, <laughs> <laughs> you can go, bro, it's July 4th, pound sand. <laughs> you know? yeah. uh, now, July 5th, you, you better have some... Uh, Macaws digging at your uh, pi- uh, you know, papayas or something like that. Uh, whatever macaws dig at. <laughs> some dangerous birds or something like that. I got, I got some blackbirds chasing my rutabagas. Oh, that's it. Oh, I used to crossbreed them with beets. So you'd have the rutabitabaga. <laughs> oh, yeah. You ever get you a good rutabitabaga? Yep. I had one that looked like President Nixon once. It was crazy. I'm not a crook. That's <laughs> what it said. It ate good, though. That was good eating. Oh, uh, let's see what else we got going on here. We've got, uh, let's see, we got, uh, we got, uh, oh, 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 oh I, I know we got, I know we got. Uh, let me pull it back up here for us. So we have it in front of us. Um, constitutional carry in Oklahoma. I wanted to cover this for you before we get to Major Bill on next section. I'd like to give you a little, a little gun news. Um, it, it looks like, uh, it looks like uh, my uh, internet is not working as fast as it should. Uh, but we have is. The Oklahoma State Supreme Court constitution, constitutional carry repeal will not be on the November ballot. Now, Oklahoma has had constitutional constitutional carry now for a little bit. And I guess they got uh, some people uh, did a petition. They tried to send it forth. They were trying to get it on, uh, on, ba- on a ballot initiative to take constitutional carry away from the state. Right. The, the anti-gunners are getting confusing with how they want the the question worded, you know, they're they're making it sound like you to keep constitutional yeah. carry, you should answer in the positive, but the way they word it, you actually should. If you want to keep it, you should answer in the negative, or vice versa. I personally am not really, I, I don't know how they worded and everything, but that's why the uh, Supreme Court for Oklahoma said, yeah, no, we're not going to do this until this is fixed because you're making it too confusing, which was their sole intent. This is like when I asked my daughter to do the dishes. I'm like, uh, hey, don't you want to not do the dishes? She's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So don't you want to not do the dishes? Don't you not want? 
Uh, wait a minute. What, 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 what do I say here? Yeah, so. Yeah, oh, young teens, throw the double negatives. <laughs> I got no idea. Going on, yeah. <laughs> Pay attention to English class. <laughs> you wouldn't have to do the dishes all the time. Hey, listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, location Bravo. The plans go well. Major bill when we get back. smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. <laughs> right until I met up with the guys. I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few. I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the Quitter in You at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know it's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. Okay, so They're too busy with their ear pods and TV and it games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Marxist Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. 
If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Gun Tech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Specialist Clayton D. McGarrah died July 4, 2010, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. McGarrah, 20, of Harrison, Arkansas, was assigned to the 2nd Battalion, 508th Parachute Infantry Regiment, 4th Brigade Combat Team, 82nd Airborne Division, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. McGarrah was killed in action in Argandab, Afghanistan, of injuries sustained when insurgents attacked his unit using an improvised explosive device and rocket-propelled grenade fire. The Reverend Arliss Thrasser said Magara, who went by the name Clayboy, had two goals in life, marriage and military service, and he got both of those. He had planned to spend the rest of his life with his wife after returning from his deployment. Magara was honored posthumously with several military awards, including the Bronze Star for Valor, presented by Brigadier General Clarence Chin, commander of the 82nd Airborne. Specialist Clayton D. Magara, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the uh, Fallen Hero segment. Folks, if you know somebody you like to hear on Fallen Hero, Saw somebody in a movie, read somebody in a book, read a newspaper, any kind of service to, you know, city, state, county, country, hook, look us up. Look us up and we'll take care of it. Go to armsroomradio.com or go to the facebook.com slash armsroomradio and we'd be honored to do it for you. Hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Sounds control to Major Bill. Hey, how's everybody doing today? Doing well. Yeah, not too shabby here. How about yourself? Oh, uh, you know, uh, enjoying the uh, the holiday weekend. Nice. Ah, uh, uh, yes, yes, yes. The uh, the Independence Day weekend. It's a uh, it's a it's a warm one. <laughs> you know, I guess that's why they do it in July. You know. Uh, yes, yes, yes. It's it's very very warm. And Mike, as you know, yes, it's Independence Day. But as our good friends. David Simon would say, "Happy Traders Day." Happy Traders Day, exactly right. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Loyal to the crown, the crown royal, perhaps. You know? Yes, yes, they are. Yes, they are. Loyal to the crown. Miss, miss the old Muckers Pub there. Oh boy, this was a uh, Earl. Uh, uh, I don't think you ever had the opportunity to go down there with us. It was a uh, an English pub down in Broward County. It was listen. It, it was so English that halfway through the night, um, they would hit you. For not being English, <laughs> you know, they're like, "You're not English." Yeah, well, I've been here for like three hours with you. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
<laughs> yeah. One of those kind of places. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. So, well, all right, great then, you know. Oh, many a good nights. Many good nights. And we get in there. Here's what we do. It was an English pub. Uh, um, and we'd get in there, and uh, you had the owner and his son, uh, you know, and, and, the, and, the, and the wife, the proprietors of the establishment. And, Kate. And, 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 uh, Kate, and where we got to, the major and I got to be pretty good uh, steel dart players. And, um, and, and, yes. then, and, yes. then, and then the owner's son would come over. And uh, you know, with with a blindfold, left-handed, with using his feet, he would throw. He would just throw bullseye, 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 and then we'd go drink more and leave, because <laughs> he would he would he would embarrass us. He would embarrass us. But but many a night, the major did his wonders, and we'd all go up there and play darts right-handed, and uh, they'd get some confidence up, and then uh, you know a wager would be laid. And uh, then the major would switch to his left hand, which is his primary hand, <laughs> and we'd take care of business. So I'm not, I'm not right-handed. And we, would drink, I. Yeah. and we would drink free the rest of the night. Exactly. So what have we, sir, for the good, for the good, of, the, uh, the good of the battalion here? The, 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 the good of the order. Well, you know, speaking of order, we're finally getting a little bit out there in Seattle. Uh, oh boy! People finally have had enough of Chop or Chaz or what, whatever <laughs> the protest zone that they were they were calling out there. Right. And uh, you know the the, the uh, they're they're calling it the revived uh, hippie movement. Uh, you know, peace, <laughs> love, and, and all that good stuff. Right. Uh, well, the, they finally had enough, and uh, the mayor, uh, I guess, heard heard uh, heard enough about it, and. Uh, Jenny Durkin, the mayor out there, finally issued an executive order, uh, stated that it was that the Chaz or the shop was an area uh, with unlawful assembly requiring immediate action from city agencies, including the police department. Now, what is very interesting about this was that she issued this executive order at 4.58 in the morning. Uh <laughs> The police promptly moved in at 5 a.m. Uh, so <laughs> they weren't you know, waiting. Thinking, <laughs> you know, the, the, the Chaz folks, the Chaz folks, you know, they're early risers. Oh so, yeah. Well, they got to get up until know, after, they have to get up until the cross. You know. You know? Well, yes, yes. Uh, you know, it, it just it became an issue out there uh, over a, a nine-day period. They had four shootings. Mm-hmm. Uh, one uh, call was the death of a 16-year-old boy, and a 14-year-old boy was uh, severely wounded. Uh, and of course, after these uh, after these shootings would happen, the people in there would call the police and call the fire. But wait, did they call the people? Wouldn't let police and fire in there to render assistance. They didn't call the Chop and Chaz police? police. Why didn't they call the Chop and Chaz police? Was their was their own country? Uh, I, well, I, I, I don't know that, uh, but by 5.23 in the morning, now, all right, so the order was issued at 4.58, police moving at 5 a.m., and by 5.53, they'd already made over a dozen arrests and pushed the majority of the people uh, out of the, 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 the occupied zone there, took back their east precinct office and uh, moved everybody south, they said nobody. If people want to leave and they don't want to be, if they don't want to leave with the police, you will move south and down by Pike Street. You know, for anybody who's been out there, uh, and you can leave that way. Uh, and so now, 
Uh, city services are back in there. Police department's back in there. Uh, the day before the city services came in there and took down the, the, the barricades that they had, uh, Chaz put up some uh, of their own little barricades, which didn't stop much. They had over 100 police officers. And Seattle police was smart. They brought the FBI with them. So, oh. you know, they, they made sure that they had the FBI in there in case any claims of, of uh, bias or uh, any type of civil rights were violated. Well, the FBI is already there. So it, it's, it, it took too long to happen, but I was finally glad to see that it happened. You know, I'm glad that uh, everybody made it through all, all right, uh, you know, our, as far as our uh, brothers and sisters in blue. Um, I, it probably would have taken less time, but they had to wake up all of these Chaz and chop people you know, to, to arrest <laughs> them. Wake up, it's time to go to jail now. Wake up, it's time to go to jail. Um, but the... Uh, yeah, I, I, they I, had to go through and, and start, you know, uh, wrapping on all the tents out there. Yeah, I, uh, I do resent them pushing them to the south because, you know, we don't want them here either, you know. So, you know, that's just... If they want to go south, you know, south Seattle, that's fine. They can keep it Seattle, but we don't, we don't need them here. Although the the best uh, the best best plan I saw was if they want to be autonomous and be their own country, is we should have set up a giant perimeter a hundred meters around theirs, and when they all try and leave, we'd have been like, "All right, I need to see your passport. Do you want to enter the United States? <laughs> Do you have your visa? Is your paperwork done? Uh, what job are you doing? Uh, you know, just just leave them in there. No, no, I'm sorry, you uh, you're the Chaz is not welcome here. We do not have a you know an agreement with you, so you're yeah. you're gonna have to go back. You you claim to be autonomous. Yeah, this is what autonomy means. Yeah, a, well, cool. you know you may want to may want to reach out to DC and contact your embassy. Oh wait. <laughs> oh yeah. Not no gonna embassy. happen. No. Oh oh oh. Not uh, gonna happen. Oh well. But uh, it 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 seems some people are starting to get the idea that uh, this is not the way to do things. Um, and so, it's, like I said, glad no officers were hurt, no no uh, no other people were hurt, and it, it ended peacefully. And that's how it should. Major, thank you for joining us, and please be safe out there. Absolutely, all my brothers and sisters in blue, remember wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your sick. Always going with the end of your ship. Go to Arms and Radio from the ideal concealed cell phone studio. Guys, we'll see you right after the break. The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT can get one now at nextleveltraining.com, or you're just not a real American. That's nextlevelamerica.com. Thank you for calling Next 
Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training? Is this the home of the Next Level Training? Sir, home of the Next Level Training? Sir, SIRT Training Pistol? Picture it. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol... Just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is your premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Let me make, make sure I got this right, Earl. This is the last segment, right? Uh, I think this, so. This is the last segment. It's just, how'd that happen already? Time flies and you're having fun. Listen, I, I know I can hear the, uh, I can hear fireworks start popping outside. Oh, yeah. I can smell some barbecue. Oh, uh, yeah. I can, uh, I, I, can, I can feel the heat, you know? It's, uh, that's, that's July in Florida. It's, uh, it's Independence Day weekend. Wow, it has been. Can we do that real quick? Can we do the, listen, uh. It's been 95 to 98 degrees in Florida this week. I know that's not that bad when Phoenix is looking at 106, 108. Uh, Las Vegas is looking at 109, 110. Um, yeah, they don't, they don't have that other thing we got going yeah. on here. Humidity. With the humidity here, the, uh, the, the whole uh, heat index has been 106, 108 all week long. And I'm telling you, a guy that's lived both, I will take 108 in the desert uh, as opposed to... A 95 degree with a 106, 108 heat index. I will take that desert heat anytime. anytime. You folks, you want to know what it's like here? Uh, I want you to take a hot shower and stand in the sauna completely wet and put your clothes on. And that's how you're going to spend your day. Oh, yeah. There are, I, I, I go back and forth to several businesses during the day. Air conditioners cannot keep up. It's 85, 90 degrees inside with air conditioner going. Air conditioners cannot keep up. It's, it's horrible. It's horrible. I was I was in one building. I was actually in a warehouse, and asked you know where the uh, restroom was. They pointed me and I w- walked in. The restroom was air conditioned. Oh yeah, I about froze. Yeah, yeah, because I was hot and sweaty. That's it. And I yeah. walked in like oh oh my yeah gosh. right right oh right gonna, gonna hurry up and get out of here. Oh, no, or go find a newspaper. You know, make make, <laughs> yeah. make, 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 a, make a lunch meal of it. You know, make a lunch out of it. And I'm gonna sit over here and. Uh, in the, uh, the handicap stall, which is the... <laughs> that's the king. That's the, the king. Stalls. That's the Cadillac of pooping stalls right there. That's, <laughs> that's what that is right there. That's the Cadillac. Uh, listen, let's give you a little COVID we got going on. We're, getting, we're seeing a little resurgence if you look at the news. Yes. 
Um, I want to give you a, a method here from a from a young woman from who I like to call Florida woman. <laughs> uh, she uh, she believes she was starting to get the COVID symptoms. She found a way to deal with this and uh, and and help self diagnose. Right. Yeah. That was, you know she she f- found out a way that she could check herself. Uh, for some. Losing taste and smell may be one of the only symptoms you experience, experience after getting the old COVID. One woman decided or discovered that in an unusual way. After noticing she couldn't smell or taste anymore, uh, Megan, we'll just give you her first name. Megan posted video to share with her friends on social media, showing her testing her failing senses by trying swigs of alcohol. Yeah, uh, and, and an out, uh, a brand, brand make. That's the make of alcohol that she's not particularly a fan of. Yes. Yes. Tequila. Yeah. So when she gets the tequila, normally she gets the old. Because <laughs> it's just the taste. Just the taste yeah. of it. Well, it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Megan took a couple of shots. Said, let's uh, let's try this. And, uh, and, and, and got no reaction. She says, it shocked me. It kind of just felt like uh, the burning you'd feel from hot sauce, but no flavor. She's like, I drink whiskey, so uh, you know. I just said, let me try the next one, and uh, and then it was vodka, and then and then bourbon, um, but then she was convinced it might be COVID until she tried tequila. Usually, just smelling the tequila, she can't stand it. And so when I could just swish it, that was when I was like, okay, this is confirmed. She had it. She had it. <laughs> she got nothing from it. She got none of the backlash. From tequila that she, she didn't get any of the. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is one way to self-diagnose. Yeah. So, so, uh, so she uh, she was all right. So, you know, and she got uh, she listened to get sick. She got a little bit of chills. She got a temperature for uh, 24 hours. And um, uh, she's good. She's good to go and let you know that Megan uh, uh, found her incredible diagnostic. She should be on like the TV show House, you know, the incredible diagnosing of medical diseases uh, and. Uh, and good for her. Good for her. So glad you glad you made it through this. All right, Megan, and you were able to help other people out. Now I can tell people, Earl, I'm just testing <laughs> for the COVID. So um, here, here's what we've seen. I want to, we want to give you some uh, some of the facts we've seen. We we talk to medical professions all day long. Uh, you know things that we see in our lives. Um, but um, the COVID is the testing for COVID. The numbers for testing for COVID have risen um they're no longer giving you do you remember before we used to see the uh the body count i guess you'd see how many icu rooms were full right and how many people were dying right we notice you get you have not gotten those numbers whatsoever right uh when we talked about this when the president talked about this when his staff talked about this when we first went went here back in march this was about flattening that curve the death curve, the ICU curve. Remember the governor of New York, Cuomo, talking about ventilators, you know, yeah. and, and how he didn't have 35,000 that he needed. Right. Um, that's what this was about. And the whole thing of flatten the curve was we're, we're not going to prevent illness. People will still get sick. And unfortunately, there probably will some be some people that will pass away. But flattening the curve was put in place simply to not overwhelm the hospitals overwhelm the hospitals and stop the deaths that was flatten the curve exactly right. right and guess what you don't hear you don't hear those numbers no. because those numbers 
continue to decrease. That and and what gets me about I mean yes unfortunately there are there are a spike in in numbers that are going up and the the thing that I don't know bugs me is they want to here particularly locally in Central Florida they want to blame it on bars. It's not and, bars. Oh, and there may be activity of bars, but nobody is even addressing or even mentioning the protests that went on here in central Florida for five nights straight. We had hundreds, if not thousands of people gathering very, very closely that I'm sure they were not maintaining as everybody says, the recommendations of the CDC of six feet apart and wearing a face covering. Correct. But they're not even a, you know, mentioning yeah. That 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 something like that has happened. They just want to say it's bars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I actually saw a, an article, a story, and the the gall on this author said that protesting actually reduces the COVID virus, Earl. Because if you <laughs> no 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 you had to hear him out. Because if you protest, uh huh, people get afraid, and they stay indoors and they don't come out. So more people stay indoors during a protest than people protest. So therefore, it prevents the COVID virus. So COVID virus doesn't go in amongst all the people protesting? Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. It was one of those, ah, what? You're a jack wagon yeah. is what you are. So, uh, yeah, listen, uh, watch those numbers. Watch, uh, watch the uh, ICU rates. Watch the, uh, the death rates. Those have continued to gone down. We have flattened that. Everything that's going on now is political. Most of it was political back then. Oh, yeah. Um, why do we have more tests coming up positive? We're testing more people. We're testing everybody. Yeah. Everybody between 20 and 40 is going out and getting themselves a test right now. And more than half of those people in the 20 and 40s are coming up positive with the antibodies. Because, guess what? We're much more resilient, so we get it. It's just like being exposed to the cold or the flu or something else. You, get, you, build, you have the natural resistance... And now your body has the antibodies, but it comes up as a potty test, a positive test. Yeah, and that, that's the thing, too, that they, they won't get into. And, and I'm not putting on a tinfoil hat, but I am mentioning, you know, things that I've stumbled across. There's been a, uh, allegedly there, there has been a whole large batch of contaminated tests. Oh, yeah. But they're still using those numbers. Mm -hmm. And also people fail to realize, everybody calls it, coronavirus or rona or something like that you know they've got the virus coronavirus is a genus family right. of viruses the common cold the flu influenza those are both coronaviruses right so you could have had a common cold and being a mature adult it didn't even make you stumble exactly right but you're gonna test positive exactly right exactly right Hey, you're listening to uh, Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios location. Bravo. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks to Mr. Craig Deleuze. Thanks to Major Bill. Uh, Kevin, wish you well. We'll see you back soon. Until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel while you're having a happy Independence Day. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity.
Thank you, guys. Good night. Good night, Tom. I'll mail this to you, Mike. Okay, thank you. So thank in that you. one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, All right, folks, uh, thank you for joining the uh, premium uh, curiosity ship here. Uh, turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. I was looking at the military clock upside down. If you carry concealed, uh, so, how do you carry your backup uh, magazine? Uh, we'll on your belt? You Loose in so, your pocket? Not you at all? Right. Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.